Welcome, everyone, to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I am Nate here with Jimbo. What's up? What's up, everyone? Hey, and uh, we are here to talk some baseball today, but we usually talk players and prospects and yada, yada, yada. And today we're changing it up just a little bit. I want to talk products. Um, as many of you know, Topps Chrome Sapphire update came out on Wednesday, I believe. I'm pretty sure it was Wednesday. Um, whichever day I had tops.com up on my computer all morning and then I got distracted, didn't check back in and missed it by 30 minutes. Whatever day that was. Um, t- I want to talk Topps Chrome update Sapphire and I also want to just talk Topps baseball products in general and kind of get like a general ranking of where we kind of see them. Um, but we're going to start with Sapphire update because this is an interesting product. It just came out on Wednesday, like I said, for $130 a box. And compared to the regular Topps Chrome Sapphire that came out on Tops.com for $250 a box, that's a great deal. Uh, I'll take two boxes of this for one box of that all day long, mm-hmm. especially considering the rookies in, in, in the checklist, the Bobby Wood Juniors and the Julio Rodriguez's and the Wanders. And I mean, Wanders in the last one, right? But Wander this time and O'Neill Cruz and Spencer Torkelson and Hunter Green and Stephen Kwan. And the list goes on and on. It's a great list. Um, but Jimbo, what I what I want to talk about today is just the the set in general, and then I also want to kind of get your view on Sapphire products, um, and how you feel about them because I know how I feel about them, and uh, I kind of want to have a a discussion of, about that because Sapphire products always interest me. Yeah, me too. To be honest with you, Sapphire is always is probably. Uh, you know, like outside of Bowman, I, I always gravitate to Sapphire because how it looks, I really don't feel like I feel like the print run is not talked about enough. Like I, in the past, you just don't see a lot of them out. You know, a lot of the the cards that from Sapphire, you don't see a lot of them out in the out in the market as much as um, you know your your normal tops Chrome or, or you know your tops paper and stuff like that. So. I personally love it, so I'm excited about this. I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, put <clears throat> put this in perspective. Top Scrum Sapphire, Vlad Guerrero Jr., there's been 477 total graded. Um, that That's, that's not a lot. Especially during the, the – like he was like the peak of the, the grading time too. Yeah. So if people had – sapphire vladdies they were sending them in yeah. <laughs> for sure speaking uh, of which i had one and i got a bgs 10 on it Ooh. and i sold it paid off the rest of the wedding or engagement ring so there you go yeah there um goes. but yeah sapphire let's just talk about sapphire in general first and then we'll jump into we'll jump into 2022 top scrum update so sapphire for me you know started started with that 2019 um, I hadn't seen it in 2018 or 2017, 2016. I wasn't paying that close attention to every single release, right? Mm-hmm. 2019 comes out and my brother wants to, he lived in Florida at the time and he wanted to go to a card shop and just rip something. So I was like, sure, you know, we'll, we'll do that. So we drive up an hour to the closest card shop and I see 2019 Topps Chrome Sapphire. I'm like, what, what is that? And uh, the guy's like, oh, it's an online product. 
yada, yada, yada. And it was like $175 for a box. I was like, all right. And it, mind you, this was after it had blown up, right? Mm-hmm. It came out of $50 a box. It had blown up to $175. So I was like, all right. I was like, do I have the money for this? Probably not. But when, when what other time am I going to be with my brother whipping, ripping wax? So we buy a box. And uh, I hit a Vlad Guerrero Jr. And I didn't think anything of it. Like, sweet rookie, probably my best card, but, you know, nothing. I call Aaron. He's like, dude, that's a super rare card. I'm like, oh, it's like 300 bucks. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to go buy another box and hold on to it then. So I hold on to it. I get the card. I grade it. BGS 10, I hold on to it for a very long time, then eventually sell it and got a very good very good price for it, considering cost to buy a box and cost to grade was <clears throat> probably all in, 210 bucks. And you get seventeen fifty for it. Like we'll do, we'll take that all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the first time I'd ever heard of Sapphire, and I was in love with it instantaneously. When I didn't become in love with it was Sapphire Bowman. I thought Top Chrome Sapphire was a very cool thing. When they brought it to Bowman, I thought it was a little bit gimmicky. Um, and I don't know if you agree with me. I have I have reverse course on that a bit. I think I've grown accustomed to it now where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, looks better, but I really love the 2019 and maybe it's because it's the first one I opened and, and I guess it doesn't make any sense for it to be called Sapphire when the, when the card is diamond looking yeah. um, in 2019, they took away the blue and just made it look and look like diamond. But I really like the diamond look. I don't love the blue sapphire look as much so oh, i almost no. wish they would just like call it tops diamond i know they have diamond icons which is a problem but if they just call it tops diamond replace sapphire and made it look like the 2019 cards i would be like it'd be my top product yeah i, I just i personally love the sets because of how they look in in hand like once you see them in person like they are awesome looking mm-hmm. um so that's one thing i love but also i love products where you can still manufacture money from opening opening boxes from it without having to have like without having to get a big hit on your auto or something numbered like i value sets and products where the base cards hold value and you can make make your money back somehow no matter what like it's not like uh you know some of these other products like people don't even look at the base like no like sapphire like i'm look i'm every base i'm sleeving you know because you just never know you never know and um because that that's when it really makes sense to open stuff uh was the days of of getting stuff that has big checklists where the base you could sell for but also grade at a at a you know lower price and and um and basically just turn and burn it and then anything like any big auto or any big um number card you have was just gravy it was like more just like a an added bonus to it. Um, so I'm glad like the price on this, this is interesting how I love how, you know, prices seem like they're coming back down where, where they're, it's good when, when prices come out in the markets telling it to go up, like that's increasing the price. That's always a good sign um, rather than it being released. And then the price goes down. So maybe we, we will see a switch in that coming for this year. Um, but over that, overall, uh, this is an exciting checklist and I love Sapphire. 
I am glad we're in agreement there on the Loving Sapphire. And yes, it is. It is an exciting checklist, specifically for 2022 Topps Chrome Update Series Sapphire. Um, I do find it interesting that they brought it out at 1.30. I had seen some rumors that you know people were expecting it to be atrociously priced, especially with 250 for the regular Topps Chrome. And then somebody was like, well, I think that they're going to make it cheaper because, and this was on Twitter somewhere. They're like, I think they're going to make it cheaper because, you know, Topps Chrome, Topps Chrome was terrible. So they brought out Topps Chrome Logo Fractor and, and the Silver Packs. Topps Chrome Update was terrible. So I think they're going to try to make amends with Topps Chrome Sapphire Update. And pricing it at 130 a box, while that's still expensive, considering these boxes used to sell for 50 out of the gate, 40 out of the gate, whatever it was when they when they were first... Not the like full sets that you used to be able to get in like 2016, but in like 2019 when they went to a mega box, um, when they went to a mega box format, I'm pretty sure they came out of the gate at 50 bucks. Yeah, probably it probably was because I remember buying even just the like the Topps Chrome mega boxes in 2018 Topps Chrome update, and they were you know they were still 20 bucks at Target. Yeah, and. If, if I'm spending $130, and obviously I didn't get it, but if I'm spending $130, and I, and again, I doubt you can get these boxes for $130 bucks after they've sold out on Tops.com, but if I'm getting them for $130, I'd much rather have that than a Stadium Club box or a Tops uh, Chrome box or a Tops Chrome Update box or quite literally almost any Tops release sure. that is around the same price. For sure. And especially once you dive into the checklist, because this is the first time I've seen a checklist that is as close to the 2018 Tops update checklist with the depth. Obviously, we had some, you know, some good players the last couple of years, but I feel like it was very top heavy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of potential in this list, which makes it even more interesting ripping rather than just going out and seeking certain players. So, yeah. So let's go through it. Um, First off. We'll go one through 301. We'll skip over a ton of names. But the first big name here, um, shout out to Jose Miranda, is Seiya Suzuki at number eight. Rookie Sapphire card with the Cubs. And no, he did not have a great second half of the season. He started out really hot and then ended up just being a merely, you know, good, decent player as opposed to what he looked like at the first half of the season. But he is still Japanese. He still has a lot of fans in both Chicago and Japan. Um, and that does wonders for a player's market. I mean, back in 2019, I ripped a Series 2 box. I pulled an Otani jersey auto out of 10. And uh, <clears throat> and mind you, this was in 2019 before cards blew up. And I sold it for like 265 bucks to somebody in Japan. When at that time, that would have been like unheard of. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it'd probably be decently more expensive because of second year Otani auto, yada, 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 out of 10. But still, uh, there is a huge potential, and he's not even one of the top five rookies in this set, six rookies in this set. Um, it's pretty crazy. All right. After Say Suzuki, we've got. Some other very impressive rookies as well. Um, next on the list down the line is Stephen Kwan. He's US 17. Obviously, he's 
very good player, right? I don't expect him to be super expensive, but he's yet another rookie that's on there. Um, Spencer Torkelson, US 20, super impressive prospect, hasn't played as well, but uh, that might mean you can get him cheap, potentially, potentially, potentially. Um, and then here's a couple of interesting ones. Jimbo, US 34, US 35, CJ Abrams and Brandon Marsh. Maybe not the greatest years, but like those are like former top prospects and along with Spencer Torkelson that are like, maybe you can get them cheap bounce back candidates, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. CJ Abrams, the ceiling is so incredibly high with that dude. He's so fast. He has power. He's young, very young, uh, you know, plays well at, at short. He can definitely be in the outfield one day if they ever wanted to switch him. Um, love that. Uh, Cause I'm sure the price would be pretty nice on that. And then Brandon Marsh, dude, I could, you know, he's got a lot of talent, but I only see him going up, you know, being in an atmosphere of winning and having more fun. Like he looked like he was having a blast. And I feel like that translates with hitting and all that where playoff team, you know, he has one good, he has a good run in the playoffs. His stuff could go crazy. Get this. So with LA, he hit 226 with 284 on base and a 353 slugging. 20% 20% worse than league average with Philadelphia, not even including the playoffs, just with Philadelphia. He hit 288, significantly better 319 on base 455 slugging a 773 OPS and a 116 OPS plus. He went from 20% worse than league average on the angels to 16% better than league average with the Phillies. And then even um, if you just grab postseason batting numbers, World Series, he hit 231, both with 375 on base percentage and 538 slugging, 913 OPS. He had 1,000 OPS against St. Louis, 1,150 OPS against Atlanta. Um, he did not get a hit against San Diego. Struck out seven times in 13 at-bats. That wasn't a great series, but then a 913 in the biggest stage against Houston. This is a guy that you know, we might be saying 25 years old. I don't know how much time there is left for his prospecting collecting, but he might be breaking out. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, protection in the lineup, you know, I'm a big believer in that. And he, they probably have him deeper in the lineup too. So he doesn't have to, he doesn't have as much pressure on him uh, because do that lineup is filthy for the Phillies. Correct. Uh, it's as deep as any lineup in baseball. And they pay for it, obviously. Um, Other players, as we're going down the list, uh, Wander Franco, US 42. I'm sure that is a... I'm sure that is a uh, rookie debut card, but, you know, still an important card. Julio Rodriguez at 44. Love that. And you got got those guys and Bobby Witt as the top-end guys in the product. Um, Pitchers, you like pitchers? Well, we got Joe Ryan. 54 Joe Ryan had a very good year for the twins and seems like a guy that might be developing into a, maybe not ace per se. Um, Cause that's hard to predict that somebody's going to develop into an ace. Um, the Brewers currently have two aces on their team and Woodruff and Burns. And if you were to read their prospect profiles, none of them would have said going to develop into an ace one day. It's all, could develop into a two, could develop into a three. And then if things break right from there, 
that's how you get your aces. But rarely will anybody ever say that guy's going to become an ace. But a number two for sure. He had a 355 ERA in 147 innings. Yeah, um, and I feel like that's not going to be overly expensive there to get his cards. Yeah, he had a great first half. It kind of tailed off at the end of the season. Um, I, I was wondering if there may be like some arm fatigue on him or something like that. But yeah, that's a good good young arm. Another one that I am actually, I feel like he, uh, he's very hey, good. Real back. quick on that point, on that point there, um, he threw he threw 150 innings this year between AAA and majors. The previous year. He threw 66. 2020, yeah. he threw none. 2019, he threw 123. So then 123 to zero to 66 to 150. Yeah. There's going to be definitely. some arm fatigue there. He def because remember when we were at the national and uh we were we had all those TVs that one night and we were watching and he was getting lit up by uh the Padres. He gave mm -hmm. up a ton of runs. And you could just tell, man, like there's just something off about them. And that's what happens with some of these young guys. But, but if you really dive deep and not just look at the the baseline numbers and you look at some of this, like the splits, um, you can catch some, some, you know, some that like a uh, better value players because of that. And, you know, just by developing themselves and their arms, as long as they have the talent there. Yeah. In the uh, first half, Wait, that's weird. In the okay, there we go. In the first half, he had a two nine nine ERA in seventy five innings, which was fifteen more innings than he pitched last year, and seventy five more innings than he pitched two years ago. In the second half, a four fourteen ERA in seventy one innings, which again is not is not shameful, but he already increased his innings pitched in just the first half. By 15 over the entire last year, um, to only have a 414 despite adding on that many innings. I mean, this is this is a guy that, all right, he's built up to 150. If he does another 150 this year, 160, like I expect better numbers, mm -hmm. and we could see a 3-3 ERA guy. Yeah, no, I agree. And he's going to be pitching against the Tigers quite often, so that's always a plus for any pitcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately uh, but dude he, another arm that i like on this and you know not even looking at the stats but just doing the eye test i've seen this kid pitch a few times is bryce elder with the braves he's got nasty stuff the braves know how to put together some pitching prospects that's for sure yeah another thing too is you see us 62 so there's another julio rodriguez so he must have his debut and his non-debut correct that's nice. Um, he uh, he has yeah, rookie debut, non rookie debut. There's a couple guys in here like that. I saw Nick Lodolo in here twice, which is another pitcher. Reds um, that should be pretty good. Gabriel Arias has the same thing, rookie debut, non rookie debut. Um, Hunter Green probably has the same thing. Jeremy Pena probably has the same things. Stephen Kwan has the same thing. Spencer Torkelson. Um, a lot of these guys, you're going to get both rookie debuts and regular rookies. But again, while it's disappointing to hit a rookie debut instead of the regular rookie, 
I still love it. It's still a decent, it's still a decent uh, price. I actually just saw yesterday, kid or guy that I follow on uh, Instagram shares he had bought four hanger boxes and a blaster of Tops Update. Hits a Julio Go Gold, a Julio Rookie Debut Gold, number to 2022, a Julio Short Print, and a Juan Soto Short Print. Jeez. That's like, crazy. Are you kidding me? Um, but anyways, that's a that's a that's neither here nor there. Bobby Wood Jr. in here. That's cool. Jaron Duran, bounce back candidate. Yeah. Um M MJ Melendez, that dude hits he, tanks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. MJ Melendez in here. Um, though he's a catcher, right? So we'll see what the value is there. Royce Lewis, you know, bounce back candidate, injured been a prospect forever just can't stay healthy like i expect his cards to be decently expensive just because of the name but um if they're not that's kind of an interesting potential there heliot ramos yes i like that that dude i don't know why they don't let him play up in the, up in the bigs man that dude's got talent yeah um jose miranda Jose, Jose Miranda, Hunter Green. Uh, Hunter Green's one of those guys that I think he's just – he's right there, man. He's mm -hmm. right there. His prices have dropped because of the year he had last year, but the amount of games he had that were like eight innings, no hit. Insane. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he, figures, he figures it out just a little bit. You're talking yeah. about one of the best pitchers in the league, which means I should probably be buying some of him. Because yeah. uh, you got to realize too, like he was out for I feel like what, like a year and a half or two years, where like he's still pretty young, but being out that long and just learning how to navigate through a lineup and and you know pit like actually pitch, like the amount of stuff, like I feel like every game last year he had like one bad inning, and it was just that one inning that got away from him. Yep. I, I, I can agree with that. And that was the uh, that was the whole thing with, if I can bring it back to the Brewers for two seconds, Giovanni Gallardo back in the day. Everyone's like, he's going to become a Cy Young candidate one, one of these years. And he never did because he always had that one inning. And he usually was like third time through the order, order sixth inning. He's going five innings, one run, and then all of a sudden the sixth inning's done. He's given up four runs and his it, it, stats look bad now. And it's like, if he had just been born like 10 years later, he would have been the perfect pitcher for today. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, let the bullpen take care of it. Um, um, you got George Kirby, good pitcher. Like that. Um, Alec Thomas, you know, like, like nobody's necessarily going out there looking for Alec Thomas when they want Julio Rodriguez or Bobby Wood Jr. and guys like that. But Alec Thomas could become one of the better prospects in this entire set. Fast forward a couple of years, Bryson Stott. Mm -hmm. um, CJ Abrams, man. I some think huge, huge potential. Zach, Jack Sawinski. I don't expect much out of him, but he had three home runs this year in a game for the Padres. And I, he probably came close to 20 home runs, if not hitting 20 home runs this year. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Let me, uh, let me check that out. Check that out quick. He had oh. 19 home runs. Phew. That was a that was a shot in the dark uh, on my part. I'm glad it ended up being correct. 
Um, Vidal Brujan, Seiya Suzuki again, Gabriel Arias, Josh Lowe, <clears throat> Ethan Roberts, who collects his own cards. Like, there's just O'Neill Cruz, Matt Brash, Jeremy Pena. Like, there is talent and talent and talent and talent for days in this checklist. But, Jimbo, I think the most important thing we should talk about is not just the rookies, but it's also this rookie autograph set checklist. Oh, so not- I, thought, I thought you were going to bring up US 238. US 238. Dan- <laughs> Dancing in Detroit. I thought for sure you were going to be like... Like, it's gotta be a it's gotta be a different team dancing in Detroit. Oh Certainly yeah, it couldn't be the Tigers dancing in Detroit. Not after the season they had. No, they honestly what they did was they probably got the picture opening day when we uh, we had a walk off. Javi had a walk off, and then literally went downhill from there the entire season. No, I've always said if you can start out with your one shining moment and then not have it for the next 161 games, you got to do it. I've always said that. <laughs> Shane Baz, Baz is in this. He's good too. Yeah. Um, but uh, for this rookie autograph checklist, so it's only 14 names. There's not a guaranteed auto per box. But at $130 a box, you're getting likely two colors a box, right? Um, or at least that's what it used to be. I, it could be, it could maybe not be that this time around. Um, <clears throat> let's see, thir- 32 cards a box, and the output is two numbered parallels. So you had no shot at autos in Topps Chrome, Sapphire, and two parallels. You get two parallels in this and a shot at autos for half the price. And the auto checklist, Alec Thomas would love to hit an auto of Alec Thomas. Bobby Wood Jr. would love that. C.J. Abrams would love that. George Kirby would love that. Hunter Green would love that. Jeremy Pena, Julio Rodriguez, Mackenzie Gore, MJ Melendez, O'Neill Cruz, Royce Lewis, Stephen Kwan, Spencer Torkelson, Wander Franco. Essentially... There is a ton of guys. There's obviously Bobby Witt, Julio Rodriguez, Jeremy Pena, Wanda Franco, O'Neill Cruz that you would prefer to hit an auto of. But then there's guys that you wouldn't mind. Spencer Torkelson, um, Stephen Kwan, probably Royce Lewis, uh, CJ Abrams, Alec Thomas, like you wouldn't mind. And then like the duds, George Kirby, Mackenzie Gore, MJ Melendez, like if those are your duds for an autograph checklist, sign me up because I'm sick of hitting two random relief pitchers in a tops Chrome box and spending $150 on it, hitting two relief pitchers, a uh, random vet color and calling it a day. Dude, this I'm really loving this. Um, so here's something crazy. So like, I'm thinking of Stephen Kwan. I'm like, dude, he probably doesn't have any autos. So I looked it up. You know, he does have some autos, but uh, like his Topps Chrome Update X Fractor Auto to one twenty five sold for three hundred bucks. Holy smokes! So like even yeah, like kind of surprising, right? Like someone that maybe you know, great player last year and all of that. Um, but if you hit his auto, you'd be like, oh, that's nice. But like I wouldn't in my mind think that it would be a big, a big card. But it, I bet his stuff's gonna go nuts in this because there's yeah. just, he just doesn't have a lot of stuff. That's way more than I was expecting. And it just goes to show you, like, at no point is hitting an auto in this checklist. Okay, you're not guaranteed. We get that. You're not guaranteed. But you hit an auto, it's good. 
along with all of the good rookies you can get and at $130 a box. Now, obviously, I keep saying $130. Is it likely that anybody that didn't get the boxes online on Tuesday will get it for $130? No, probably not. You're probably not getting it for $130 ever again. But still, this is one of the better products I think will have come out this year and in years. And I want to transition into your favorite products for baseball releases because we just talked about Topps Chrome Sapphire. And honestly, Sapphire is probably my numero uno yeah. release of the year for any product, <clears throat> including soccer as well. Oh. Um, but if you move from there, and, and Merlin, I like Merlin for soccer as well. Um, if you move from there to other products, how are we ranking these, Jimbo? Um, you personally, how do you view and and you can kind of put you can lump Tops flagship in together. You don't have to say, oh, I'd take top Ser- series one and then like Tops Chrome and then series two and then Tops Chrome Black and then <laughs> Tops Chrome Update and then Tops Update. Uh, you could just say wh- like where do you rank the Tops Chrome, the Tops Chrome Update? Sapphire for any set. <clears throat> Top yeah, so ship, black finest Bowman's best Bowman Chrome for prospects. Yeah, for us, like for us baseball guys, it's so tough because it's always like who's in the checklist. Um, yeah. So to eliminate that, because I feel like that's you know that it's not. Yeah, that, that shouldn't matter here. It's just yeah. preference of product. Sa- uh, Sapphire would be my number one in any sport. Uh, I I love I love Sapphire. And then um, any Bowman, uh, like the, the big three of Bowman, I would okay. categorize them all together. That would be my second. And then my third, um, like, you know, I love it's tough because I love Topps Chrome, but I love Flagship too. I would actually kind of lump those two together personally Okay. for my third. And then my fourth, I love Topps Chrome Black. I just wish I got more cards really? than I love it. I mean, if you see them in person, dude, they are done amazingly. I am shocked by this. Amazingly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Top Scrum Black is a surprise fourth (laughs) entry on here. Um, I agree with the first two Sapphire. Um, definitely. And then Bowman, like realistically I'm Bowman first, but Sapphire is just so nice. Yeah. And looks so amazing that it's it's like if you gave me a choice between equivalently priced Bowman first of somebody or a Topps Chrome Sapphire rookie of somebody, I'm probably taking the Topps Chrome Sapphire rookie like 95% of the time. You know? Um, just because I, I think the card looks amazing. They do look so nice. Uh from there, it's obviously Bowman. Bowman all day. Bowman everything. And then, and, and let, let's be realistic. Like, we, I said equivalently priced because, like, a Bowman red sapphire, or a top scrum sapphire red and a Bowman red are not going to be the same price. And I am going to take the Bowman equivalent color every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, make that clear, but... Bowman's great. And then it's definitely Topps Chrome, number three. Uh, I like Topps Flagship, but it, it it's Topps Flagship's four for me. And then from there, 
I think I would have to do like tops finest and then Bowman's best. And then the tops Chrome black, the tops Chrome cosmic um, hmm. stuff like that, that comes out. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there, I got two things. Um, I, if, if going back to my rankings, if I were to put Ginter in there, which I don't classify it as baseball because I like the reason why I like it is because the, the non-sport stuff. Yeah. I would I actually, I would put it as number one next to Sapphire, like tied for first, but in different categories. I feel like I forgot to even mention heritage or Ginter. Yeah, I know. I forgot about Ginter. Um, Ginter definitely. So Ginter's weird because I'm, I'm like you, I wouldn't be buying Ginter for the sake of hitting a baseball on him. Yeah. Right. Like if I do cool, but I'm, I'm not, that's not what I'm interested in there. Um, heritage definitely has to slot number five. Oh yeah. I do like heritage um, before, long. before tops finest and Bowman's best and all that stuff. Heritage is not ahead of um, any of the others for me, not ahead of Sapphire Bowman or tops Chrome or, uh, tops flagship, but it's definitely clearly number five and tops finest at number six is not close mm-hmm. to tops heritage. Um, Bowman's best has really grown on me a lot the last couple of years because of the, uh, the, the atomic, like the Sapphire looking atomic cards that they have. Mm-hmm. They do one per box and the checklist, you know, the checklist is usually kind of deep and I feel like that's a sneaky, a sneaky so I, one of the accounts on Instagram, like uh, they did like a full report on it or whatever on like the like how rare they are, and they are sneaky rare, like stuff like that. And I, I feel like Bowman's Best has been gaining traction the last couple of years. Even like the base people are they're saying like now that it's like a true rookie, even if it doesn't have anything on it. Um, which is the whole BGS thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into which is, it. Which is interesting, but I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on okay this this sapphire update? If you had a choice of a box strictly for investment, not for the enjoy of the hobby, would you open it or would you keep it sealed? Well, you're asking you're asking a guy who is throw all that out notoriously so. bad at dude. I bought I bought a second box of 2019 Topps Chrome Sapphire as an investment as a hold sealed. I held it sealed for two months. I opened it up. Yeah, but if you but let's say throw all that out where you could, where like where you wasn't even an option to open it yourself. Okay, then Would I'm you... definitely buying 2022 Topps Chrome Update Sapphire at 130 dollars to hold sealed for a very long time. Yeah, because I feel like the 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 checklist is so deep that like in five years, you know, there's going to be two or three players that really, you know, correct get take the lead. I mean. Will. Let's look at it this way. 2019 Topps Chrome Sapphire went up to a thousand bucks a box. Yeah. I just saw the last box sold for 660, which is still a good price. That's $660 with Pete Alonzo kind of still good, but not the Pete Alonzo of his rookie year. Eloy Jimenez having been injured constantly. Vlagro Jr. having an amazing year and then a somewhat disappointing year this past year. And then Fernando Tatis having gotten injured and then suspended and then suspended into next year. And it's still a $660 box based off the strength of those names that haven't been as amazing as people expected. Um, you, 
as long as these names blow up, some of them, it really doesn't matter what happens after after that, apparently, because you can get, I mean, this is a box that came out at 50. That's for 660. If Julio keeps this up and Stephen Kwan keeps this up and like a Spencer Torkelson starts hitting and CJ Abrams starts hitting a little bit, all of a sudden this $130 box. Yeah. I mean, you got Bobby Witt in it too. Like that's crazy. And O'Neill Cruz, like, there's just so many players in this with such high ceilings. It's only going to take one or two two of them. Like even an MJ Melendez, like that kid, solid. I mean, I don't want to go through all – I'll keep going through all these names again, but <laughs> I love them all, man. I mean, we just talked about O'Neill Cruz last week, and realistically he probably has the highest ceiling of everyone in this product. Yeah. It's from a, like a physical tool standpoint. It's nuts. And we barely talked about him. Yeah. You know? Dude. He also has like the biggest risk proposition in this entire set right but still um it's just it's 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 a great it's a great product and definitely um this would be one of those like buy them and maybe send them into pwcc so i can't possibly open them keep them in their vault and and just get them away from me because this is really good and and it's the same thing with bowman chrome and bowman baseball from this past year i think those are two great sets to hold on to and see what happens because uh, one of the sets has, you know, James Wood and Ellie De La Cruz and George Valera and uh, Jackson Churio Bay or non-autos and stuff. And the other set has Jackson Churio autos and um, and a bunch of international prospects that could pop off in a couple of years and a bunch of hitting prospects. It's it's just deep. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's funny. I just remember this. So uh, when you said PWCC, I actually have three 2019 chrome sapphire top yeah tops chrome sapphire boxes in auction for jimmy right now really i'm pretty sure it's either i have them like slotted to be listed i don't know if they're active right now but yeah i I forgot about that that's amazing um so jimmy did the right move by holding on to them and not selling them as opposed to what i did or holding on to them and not opening them as opposed to what i did opening them Though yeah. to be fair, opening the uh, opening the Vlad Guerrero box was significant. Is much smarter than holding it because there was a Vlad in there that BGS tent. There you go. In sapphires, I will say it's very tough to grade. Uh, it's a tougher grade. So, also if you're looking to go buy sapphire, like uh, like like singles of sapphire, the stuff that's PSA ten, like that's pretty hard to get. It's not as common as you know, your base, like your top scrum base and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, that's all I had on the docket today. I love it. I like uh, that. I'm glad we, brought, we haven't talked about a product in forever. And I feel like this is the first time where not first time, but it's been a while where I'm getting excited for the checklist again, because I feel like it's back to normal, the normal flow of their, how they do their checklist. Yep. It's a, uh, it's it's fun to have it's fun to have a really nice checklist to get excited about i'll put it that way mm -hmm. um otherwise we've got pitchers and catchers coming up in like a month here yeah we can get 18. excited about whenever uh valentine's day i forget valentine's 14th day. february 14th yeah. every year i remember it was like the day after yeah, we would, it's usually like, like the fifteenth or sixteenth. Yeah, so that's 
that's why I always love Valentine's Day is because of that. Because I was like, oh, I get to go spring training a couple days. Not not to give your wife gifts and stuff, but but for baseball. Absolutely, she understands. She understands baseball first love, you know. Absolutely, always will be. So, all right, Jimbo. Well, thank you for. Oh, one more thing. What is I, it? Yeah, I still I have one last thing. I wanted to bring up this up last week, but I forgot. I just moved to Wilmington, North Carolina. So anyone that's listening, if you're in the area and you love cards. Hit the Instagram up. I'm trying to. I'm trying to, trying to have uh, find some card friends here, because I got a lot of cards here that I'm trying to trade for some tigers, some Riley Green. I like it. I like it. Hey, I I like that idea. Personally, I'm like, mm, maybe I should buy some Riley Green while he's cheap. So I can't yeah, blame you there. But all right, Jimbo, thank you for joining today. Everyone who is listening, thank you for listening to Ding and Corners. We do appreciate you guys. I see the numbers every week and it is very consistent. And I know a lot of you are very consistent listeners. And uh, that does go a long way. It uh, does mean a lot to Jimbo and I that you take time out of your day to listen to us uh, ramble on about baseball. Absolutely. Otherwise, that is the end of our Ding and Corners podcast for this Friday. I hope all of you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Stay safe. Eat some good food. Maybe get out in the nice weather if there's nice weather by you. And uh, just enjoy your weekend. And we will talk to you guys next Friday. Deuces.